Chapter 16 War Arrives I have seen the dark universe yawning, where the black planets roll without aim. They roll in their horror unheeded, without knowledge or luster or name. H.P. Lovecraft, Nemesis Welcome, brave traveler, to Salandrian, a city steeped in murder, mystery, and madness. Stagnation and complacency have run rampant, and something monstrous churns behind the dark. A group of private investigators are the only thing that stands in the way of injustice and despair. Let us join them now for another exciting episode of The Beholder's Eye! One, two, one, two, three, four. Last left off, Chirp and Lazy were standing in front of Caitlin as she started to turn into Tentacle Monster. And as this transformation starts to happen, it's a bit different than the other times you've seen people. Like, usually people split open, but this seems to just be coming out of her, out of everywhere. And suddenly, it she kind of... <laughs> she she what knocks. What kind of device is that? <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so I've seen this before. All you have to do is submit. Is it You're not in this scene. <laughs> but you guys no. are disgusting. You know so, that. <laughs> instead of splitting <laughs> apart, you're gonna spew. Uh, she throws her head back and lets out a scream that sounds like several different animals mixed together, and. She says, it's time, finally. And her body basically just explodes outward with growth. Mm. I look at her and I'm like, uh, do you think we should get back up? Uh, we should probably get out of here. (laughs) As the two of you turn tail to get out of the shop, uh, you hear just the back, uh, back half of the shop destroyed as you're running because her body oh good thing we got out of there is well, sprouting as we're leaving i'm gonna yeah. throw a dart over my shoulder okay <laughs> uh, you i'm not even gonna make you roll for that because as you're running out of there and you throw this dart over your shoulder and kind of take a quick peek to see if it hit you realize that her mass has grown exponentially giant thick at least five foot round at the smallest to 30 feet round at the biggest, like tendrils are just shooting out of where her body was. There's kind of a writhing mass in the middle of it. And these uh, these tentacles are- How big was the shop? Oh, the shop was like 20 by 20. I mean, the back half of the shop is gone as these tentacles are just bursting out in every direction. And these tentacles are like thick. She'll make it fit. 
raw meat looking ropes covered in eyes <laughs> and so you as you throw this dart over your shoulder and peek back you notice that you couldn't have missed no matter what you did because the back half of this shop is now just full okay, I'm gonna roll of this flesh are you going back to get the dog yeah yeah, go retrieve the dart. <laughs> go pick Too the dart. Uh, I don't the want to the dart lands pretty solidly in one of these tendrils, and you you see that it's immediately swallowed up by the mass and just brought into it. I start running faster, and I grab onto chirp. Okay, so as the two of you <laughs> run out into the street, uh, you kind of stop for a second, take a look back, and see that these tendrils are now shooting through buildings on either side of Caitlin's shop. Uh, they're spreading very quickly throughout the city. You hear uh, screaming and people, the confused questions of people from buildings on every side of you. And as this is happening, we're going to cut back over to Swifty and Barry. The two of you are still in the basement of the Salandrian Siren. As these tentacles start bursting through there, Barry had blacked out and is just now coming back to himself. Uh, oh, and the two of you whiskey? might want to try and get out of here. The tentacles have completely blocked you off from yeah. the other side of the room. Is there any other way out of the room? The stairs that you came down. No windows? They're, you're Little underground. Basement. Well, it seems like uh, things have changed since I... Uh... Pass the fuck out. What's the roof of the? It is concrete. What's the general temperature? Concrete, of the so basement? like, is there a, a weakness point? Like, it's all one solid piece, or different? It's slab? actually starting to cave in as these tentacles are smashing through it. And uh, do you have a plan, Wes? If you don't, I have something. I mean, if you have a good way to get the fuck out, I'm good with that. I can't teleport or nothing, so. No, we're just gonna run. But I'm gonna try to disable the tentacles before I go. Okay. Uh, so I want to acid Wait. above. The, yeah, ceiling, use your the mouth. ceiling above the tentacles. Okay. Works uh, in all of the films. With the with the hope that it weakens the roof enough to come down on the tentacles, yeah. immobilizing them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any way you can give me a like bar? Yeah, I can inspire you to use your mouth on these guys. You have a fucking D8, man. Right there. Does Bardic Advantage give me a second roll, though? No, you roll. No, you roll, you roll the D8 and add it to your total. Oh, dude, don't. What the fuck are you doing? That's a nat one, dog. Oh, you roll it. Yeah, you got nothing to save you. Uh, <laughs> I, I sputtered. Yeah, yeah. So you choked on it. Yeah, you start to spray acid out, and uh, one of these you get tentacles. Get a little on the tip of your toes. Well, no, actually, yeah, one of these. this, though tentacles that's stretching already across the room uh, shoots out a mass of flesh and eyes at you and hits you directly in the throat as oh. you're trying to acid the ceiling and you end up just aciding the floor in front of you and uh, it starts to fall away into the catacombs beneath. And the catacombs beneath. Okay, hold on then. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna need both Barry and Swifty to make dexterity saves. I'm mildly dexterous. Much <laughs> as mildly. 23, 24 mildly. Mm. So I have evasion. All right. That's supposed to help with deck saves. No, evasion's for... for area of peck. Just fail. <laughs> Goodbye, dice. Thank you. Time for a new dice. Swifty's not rolling well today. So as the floor starts to fall out underneath you, Barry does a fucking backflip. And lands safely uh, near the bottom of the stairs. But as this floor is falling out, Swifty, you're able, you don't fall completely through it, but you're able to catch yourself on the edge, giving 
Barry enough time to try and pull you up if he wants to. And Barry, shit is uh, starting to get real bad in this room. The walls are starting to fall in as these tentacles are just tearing shit up. How far down into the catacombs? Like, can we see what's below us? It just looks like a random passageway in the catacombs. But in theory, I know the catacombs. Yes. Partially, we can get out through the catacombs. If yeah. we can't get out through the roof. Or the, through the stairs stairway. are a completely viable option still. There's nothing blocking them. Pull me up and let's run downstairs. How about you do a strength <laughs> check? Because I'm not very strong. I'd say... Both of you have to. Can I use... I'll help you. I'll, I'll roll to eight. Can I use yeah. athletics? Because I'm sort of pulling myself up over yeah. the rim. Yeah. I don't help. What, what is that? <laughs> 13. Not a, not a fail. You have that D8 too. 19. Okay. Barry reaches down to grab your hand and you... Don't even look at that and pull your own self up onto the. Hand. I scorn yeah. your hand. You just Fucking gonna push him Barry, off. Barry, this is your fault. And scuttle up onto yeah. the stairs. And now the two of you, I I'm assuming, you make you your way your out. Mouth, not choke on it. <laughs> Jesus. Can I try? Like, are the tentacles near us? On our way as we run out. Why you want another round? Uh, with actually, them? as you guys are coming up I the stairs, I want to try to slice an eyeball off. Uh, as you guys are coming up the stairs, uh, the tentacles words. are following you. Is that up piercing the stairs. damage? We need, we need to retrieve it. And as you uh, enter into the, back into the lobby of the Salandrian Siren, there are several employees of the Salandrian Siren running past you, and they're just like, get out of here! And you actually see J.P. Winterbottom himself come running down from... J.P., J.P., can come, I get an autograph? Come hey. running out of a door from the stairwell, and he's just like, get the fuck out of here! What are you doing? Shit's going down! This is happening to the whole city! Run! Run, you fucking idiots! I and he just runs right out. I cast suggestion on him. Oh, no, shit. Okay. No. It's a wisdom save if you want to give it to him. <laughs> 13. Fails. Sign this for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. While he's having his fan moment, I would like to take a random employee and sort of like feed it to the tentacle. <laughs> oh, no. Holy shit. Okay. The idea is to distract the tentacle so I can uh. slice off an eyeball. So while uh, Barry is getting his fanfic, his JP Winterbottom no, fanfic signed. I'm going signed. with uh, his idea. I'm, I might take this as a contract later and fucking. <laughs> you just getting a random signature from him. You're going to splice it into something later. Yeah. So I get my tunes on the fucking radio. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, Start your career off. <laughs> Yeah. So no, he he willingly signs whatever you want him to, and well, as, yeah, of course he did because he failed the wisdom save. As this is happening out of the corner of your eye, you see Swifty just like looking around, uh, kind of like we need to get the fuck out of here, and he just grabs somebody that's running by and throws them into the stairwell where these tentacles are starting to snake out, and the tentacles immediately latch onto him, uh, this person, and just drag him back down, and you guys have another second. Before they drag it, like while they latch on, I want to take that moment to run up and slice off an eyeball. Okay. I want to pocket that. Uh, make me a uh, attack roll. Yeah. Do you need new dice? Apparently. 17 then. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you are able to get in there and slice off an eye pretty easily. As you do, though, and it gets into your head, like you kind of catch it as it's falling off of this tentacle. Slice. Pocket. It starts to grow more tentacles out of the back and they start to intertwine with your fingers. And now you've kind of got a Chinese finger trap situation going on with this eye. Do they go past the finger trap stage? They're rapidly growing more. Yes. What are you going to do about this? You're stuck in this lobby now with your hands kind of tied together with an eye that is just staring menacingly at you. I'm going to look at Swift. You'll be like, do 
better. <laughs> and I give him bardic inspiration. Again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Wherever the hell that D8 ran you off. You still got to. it. I'm going to hawk one on my hands. Okay. Ew. I would say you're not going to need to make an attack roll to spit acid into your own like, hands. I assume at this point like I can play with my acid, so it's just like a... <laughs> yeah. Make me a... A damage roll, though. 16. There you go. Okay, so... Uh, fat acid loogie. You <laughs> hawk up a good amount of acid into your hands, and this eye immediately starts to dissolve from it, but the tendrils are still kind of, like, trying to wrap themselves around your fingers, and it, the pain from this starts to get unbearable, and then they dissolve and fall away. There's no, no remains to take home with us. I mean, there's some, like, goo on the floor from where no, it all melted. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it. I tried. <laughs> I tried to get evidence, guys, like a good detective. So uh, JP has shirked this uh, suggestion that you have on him. He signed whatever you wanted, Barry, and he's run out the door. Yeah. Totally. Um, so now two of you try to get your asses out of there. Yeah, I yeah. did. I did. So as the two of you come running out of the front of the Salandrian siren, I'm going to need Barry, Chirp, Lazy, and Swifty all to make deck saves. Yeah. Nat 20. Yeah. All right. 22 over here. 27. 16. Nice. Okay, so as uh, Barry and Swifty come barreling out of the Salandry and Siren, you guys actually all run in. You run into Chirp and Lazy as they're running down the street away from Caitlin's shop. They were only a few blocks away. And the four of you are able to, like, save yourselves from falling down. Like, you all kind of catch each other, but Swifty just does a full like double flip over the top of everyone and lands on the other side and it's just like I saw that coming. Super ninja move. <laughs> uh, but now the four of you are back together in the middle of the street. It's always better when we're together. Around you there are tentacles bursting in and out of the ground. They are invading every building that you can see. Um, they're starting to close in on the streets a bit um, but I would say at this moment your options are basically make it for the beholder's eye or try to get out of town. You can fly. Can you fly? No. I can run really fast. I'd say we get out of town. Chirp knows the. But what about Al? Is anybody left at the beholder's missing. eye? Al's missing. What happened to Penny? Penny's back at the beholder's eye. Is Penny the beholder's can take care of herself. Is the beholder's uh, eye on the way out of town? I would say that is from it the on market district, it, um, it would be a little bit longer of a route to go by the beholder's eye before you got out of town. So you've got kind of two options. You How can either go north and get to the beholder's eye and then get out of town, or you can go south, east, west, and they're about the same equal distance, just a little bit shorter. Are the tentacles growing at pace we can outrun? Yeah. Uh, I would say it's hard to tell, but it looks like they're growing at a pretty what, quick rate. What is the direction to the beholder's eye? Does it look like North. there's a bunch of tentacles North growing in that direction? It actually or? looks like the uh, most open way at the moment. Everything seems to be mainly going to the south right now. I think we should send either Lazy or Chirp, one of the flyer, the fast, the flyer or the speed, to go warn Penny, like running ahead. Okay, and then the rest of us follow to the beholder's eye. We loot the shit out of the beholder's eye and get the fuck out of town. By okay. we, you mean you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. 
Let's do that. Uh, who's yeah. going to go I'm, I'm ahead? I'm running as fast as I can. Because I believe, you, like, I she can, can fly, but you can get there faster. Fast. I can run 40, but I also have this... Uh, you should be able to rate. You should. You I can't, no, not yet. Lazy, you run more fast levels. and go warn Penny. She pay me now. <laughs> <laughs> Shit going down. I said no more tentacles. Is in my contract. <laughs> this is all Swift, like you know? seven times over time. Yeah, and I can. I have um arc. Which means that I can use um, my bonus action to move 15 feet in any direction without provoking opportunity attacks. But I can also use this ability to travel through solid objects that are good conductors of electricity like metal walls. Ooh, so okay. I literally just am like hopping so along the wires. If down. I just like <laughs> say I just use I my like flying, I just like float and hold on to her and she uses that. Plus, I use my ability yeah, to go twice travel. as you're fast in the city. Yeah, you're sketching along behind. House. So you're basically tied to her, sketching along behind her as she's lightning, ar electrically arcing back and forth through metal. We've done this a couple times yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I like that. I like that. So the two of you are uh, making exceptional time to the, the beholder's eye. And as she's you making <laughs> her way through town, I'm walking fast. Way. Faces pass and there's lots bitch. of tentacles. <laughs> ba -ba 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 -ba. Tentacles. Ba -ba 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 -ba. With and eyes. I feel you. <laughs> oh, don't touch me. <laughs> but as as the two of you narrow in on the beholder's eye, uh, Swifty and Barry are you know running as fast as they can, trying to make good time. And <laughs> you guys get there a good minute before they do and as you get close to the beholder's eye you see a dome of energy surrounding the beholder's eye and is can we tell what kind of magic it is can i do an arcana check uh it seems to be i'd say no actually um just from as you're as you're approaching it you can see that it is keeping the tentacles out that are kind of growing mm. through the city and uh every time these tentacles hit this dome they just kind of bounce off it looks and go like a different they direction. planned for this they knew. But as you as you get closer to this dome, I would say you guys kind of stop outside of it. Do you do you want to just run right through it or Yeah, run right into it. With my experience of weird uh effect thing in my jiggers, I'm again going to pause right outside well, the area of effect. You guys haven't quite We're caught up yet. yet. Yeah. Okay. Well when we Yeah, get I would not touch it yet. Okay. Mm, yeah, I throw something through it. Uh like a rock? Yeah. The rock goes right through. Straight for a Careful, no problem. You might get Do you a have a pet anywhere? <laughs> Maybe use your third arm. You don't need that one quite so much. <laughs> Whoa! But I get an extra hit for that. I like that arm. <laughs> Whoa! How else are we gonna test How this out? Sure. Wait As for Barry. <laughs> As the two of you are standing there, uh, about three blocks back, you see Barry and Swifty come into view as they're running, and there are tentacles just like right on their heels, churning the street up behind. And I them. run. I see the geo. So you got about thirty guy. seconds before oh. they catch up to you guys. Okay, I I step through it. You just step right through yeah, it. Yeah, can I? Nothing happens. Okay, I go. So I fine. follow. All right. Uh, as the two of you follow through and or go through this dome, you do feel. A strange sensation for a second, but it immediately goes away. And as you I approach the Penny. front of the beholder's eye yelling for Penny, uh, Penny immediately opens the door and she's just like, 
get the fuck in here. Uh, and as the two of you approach the door, I'd say that's about when Barry and Swifty catch up to you. Uh, and they saw you guys move <laughs> through it, so they just yeah, run just right through. through. And as they do, these tentacles that are right behind them hit the wall and just kind of I, I do a cascade dive right up. as I hit I like dive through yeah, in but slow do motion. Yeah, you make it all okay. the way through? Like, yeah. feet on the other make side? Me, make me <laughs> a, a athletics or acrobatics check. Definitely acro acrobatics, yeah. And, uh... But then I also cast slow fall on myself just to <laughs> for a dramatic effect. Like yeah. as soon as like, yeah. like everything else is going full speed. Uh, it's a thirteen on acrobatics, so it looks like a B-rate movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, and like everything is going like you're making yourself go in slow motion, but everything around you is going in like regular, regular speed, yeah. and like Swifty just runs past you. <laughs> well, and you're just like like Keanu Reeves. Yeah, exactly. Do you look back? I have uh, a single tear. <laughs> As the four of you enter into the beholder's eye, uh, Penny's like, quick, come on. And she leads the four of you back to the break room. And sitting in the center of the break room, um, cross-legged and floating about a foot and a half off the ground, is Tomash. Hey everybody, it's your DM Andrew. I'll try to keep this as quick as possible so we can get you right back into the action. This is uh, just part one of our season one finale. Part two will be up January 18th. Hey, that's the day after my birthday. And uh, the week after that, it will be our question and answers episode. Uh, and then we will have a week off on the first and then we'll be coming right back with season two on february 8th we do have a big announcement starting february 8th we are going to be going to a weekly format the main show will be on our normal weeks but on what used to be our off weeks we will now have six month long mini series that are all going to be flying under the banner of the Beholder's Eye presents. The first one up is going to be called Fetch Quest. We've had a ton of fun recording it. It is, um, I'm DMing it and Adam and Ashley are playing dog characters and Amanda, who was amazing as Damaros earlier this season, came back to play a dog character as well. Fetch Quest is set in the Pugmire universe, which if you're not familiar, it's basically just D&D, &D, but Take all the races and replace them with dogs. So, a uh, ton of fun, lots of puns, probably the funniest thing we've ever done. So, be looking forward to that, and that should be premiering on February 15th. All right, that's going to do it for me. One last thing, though, I got to tell you about our sponsor. Podcasting is uh, becoming pretty ubiquitous, and there are a lot of services out there that offer podcast hosting, which is probably the most important part of podcasting, because if you don't have your podcast uh, hosted somewhere, nobody's ever going to hear it. <laughs> and 
we went through a few different podcasting hosts at the beginning of our show, and wow, we had pretty good experiences with all of them. We found that Shortwave is the best fit for our show. Shortwave is a podcast hosting, syndication, analytics, and dynamic content stitching platform built on the belief that professional-level podcasting tools should be available to everyone not just professionals. And as we are sponsored by Shortwave, uh, you can go ahead and go over to their website, www.goshortwave.com, to start your free 14-day trial of hosting on Shortwave, which includes show and episode-level listener analytics, embeddable episode players, unlimited upload and download bandwidth, and two free hours of dynamic content stitching that helps you build your episodes from multiple clips, all in your browser. Again, you can go to www.goshortwave.com for a free 14-day trial of everything that Shortwave has to offer. Shortwave, the platform for adaptive podcasting. Till next time, bye! Sitting in the center of the break room, um, cross-legged and floating about a foot and a half off the ground, is Tomash. And this field... Tomash, did you do this? He does not respond to you at all. His eyes are glowing in intense blue color. And as you walk into the room, Penny says, So, Tomash came down about 15 minutes ago and said he was feeling very strange and then suddenly started doing this um but it seems to be keeping whatever is going on in the city out He's of the here. last avatar what what the fuck happened out there is his real name ang uh, what you guys went and saw my mother correct what happened with oh, my she's mother nuts dude penny you turned out um, great That's did she though she's I like been penny. you guys kill possessed penny's mom? by some no. sort of she turned into tentacle these tentacles. monster she is the monster outside jesus guys can you lay it Wait. down to a little <laughs> easier than that and she and she immediately looks broken like she's oh, just no. like no i yeah. i thought my mother was out of out of the church you broke your penny. mom was in the church and you yeah. didn't divulge that to us? We, yeah, yeah, yeah. We that's were, a history we should have known. very much in the church. She's, yeah. We came here because of the church. We uh, emigrated here to infiltrate society. I you know, Penny, didn't I agree like with you. my mother's beliefs. and. But you know we've been researching this church for a couple months now. And you are just now giving us this information? I didn't want you to think badly of me because I renounced the church many years ago. I like you, Penny. I just wish you didn't keep secrets from me. I just, I had thought that I had received correspondence over the last well couple said. of months that my mother had left the church and was trying to turn her life around, but apparently that was... Oh, her life has just gotten <laughs> changed forever. I'm really it was sorry that, yes. that you lost your mom. Penny, and now but, she has tentacles! But... We need to resolve this. Uh, what as, do you know? How can we stop this? As the was the last time you gave her a Mother's Day gift? <laughs> I mean, I should on. look in Al's office. As the four of you are talking to Petty, uh, Gerald comes running into the room and he's just like, 
holy fucking shit we need to get out of here we need to get out of the city now um my my instruments are going off the charts the um oh my I'm pretty instruments sure going that- off the charts too <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the evasion that the church has been working up to is here. We need to get out of the city now. Well, we're kind of safe right now. Where is Boris? Can Tomash walk with this? Tomash uh, oh, Tomash like seems pretty catatonic. like, yeah. Can we just can we carry him? him? Yeah, let's put him in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> can, we, uh, can we move our shield? So, okay, so Lazy walks over to Tomash and tries to like, push him a little bit and as soon as you get your hand close to Tomash you feel an intense electric pulse and it like it hurts your whole hand and you pull your hand oh, back real I quick. I have um She's I can't end. get yeah I can't get electrified but I have uh, <laughs> this is, uh, no 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 this I is something that, that overpowers that it's to the point it's where like radiant exactly but no it, it feels like an electric shock it's not necessarily electricity that's just the We're best basically analog there, i have right? for that kind of pain what the tentacles have hit the edge of the eye and yeah you guys are safe where you're at for but the we're moment. in a siege moment we're yeah. surrounded i would like to look at penny and say penny where is barry Standing Boris? next to you. Right, what the fuck? I'm talking. I'm right here. <laughs> Where is and the also other bearded? Where is the other bearded little worm? Yeah. I'm not bearded. <laughs> no, but he, he's Christ. trying to be. Uh, I think I have a, like a really thin mustache. The penny. <laughs> <laughs> penny looks from chirp to. You all look the same. Penny looks from chirp to Swifty and says, "Barry, or shit, I did it." Boris told you. <laughs> Boris, oh, we don't shit. even look the same. I forgot about Boris. <laughs> Boris, I sent Boris out to collect some information on the orb that uh, Aldalar disappeared into. He's not going to be back for a couple of hours. We need to get someone out there. He's to- not going to be back at all. There are tentacles out there. She says, oh, well, <laughs> He's going to be eaten. We need to get some sort of word to him. And, uh, she she kind of goes over to Gerald and... Um, oh, really? Because I can cast Sending. Okay, cast Sending. Know. How far is the range on that? That's anywhere in the fucking world. <laughs> okay. 25 Some words. You attempt to cast Sending and you feel it immediately bounce back to you and it almost creates a feedback loop of that horrible... High whining noise. But uh, sometimes it, it feels like I'm just talking to myself, reverberating back from this field that Tomash is generating. Like there, th- nothing gets out of it. No signal. At least magic-wise. Tomash um, liked him. Well, as as uh, you guys are kind of debating this, is there a way out Tomash. of here, like a trapdoor? How are we going to be able like to move Tomash? Tomash is that hurt? Immovable at the moment. Yeah. But I can't touch him. I mean, we, we could him. get him into we a wagon or something immovable. like that. If you try to touch him, it will hurt you. Well, I have. It do we have like some damage. oven mitts? <laughs> you put on oven mitts and try and touch him, and are. <laughs> Can I try to put him like in a house? Well, okay, I guess I should have electri- electrified was a bad way to describe it. Basically, all the nerve endings in whatever part you try to touch him with are immediately Can alight I with pain. Put him in my house. Uh, you try. I don't think that's a good idea. 
And if you might, take away, that'll take away our... dimension and our fucking shield's gone. And then we all die. As lazy is like, as you guys are arguing about this, lazy is slowly Stop getting it. closer Don't to him. Don't put him in a different dimension. That's <laughs> a bad idea. Once she gets it within about a foot of him, she the bracelet she actually up. shoots out of her hand and like bounces off a couple of walls before coming back oh to rest God. on the ground. Oh my going to be a mess in there. Shield up. 20, your shit. But Tomas uh, seems completely immovable, but Gerald says, it doesn't matter. We can leave him here. He will protect himself. We just have to go. And Well, if he can protect himself, why do we want to leave this shield? Oh, he's already run out Is the door. Is there a trap door? Who's this guy we're talking about? There's tentacles, Gerald. Gerald. There's tentacles Gerald. surrounding us. No. He runs out the door. He runs into the tentacles. The door is about 10 feet away from the edge There's of this. There's got to be a back dome. way in and out. I, I go outside and smoke uh, a cigarette. You would all know... <laughs> you would all know that there... Oh, hold on. Well, you would all know that there is a uh, back way out of the beholder's eye into the catacombs. I would say as Lazy and Chirp go to investigate that. Barry steps outside to see what's going on with yeah, Gerald. With Gerald, did he die? As the two of you step outside, you see that this dome is now completely covered in tentacles. Like there is so no light. Are their eyes yeah. looking Showing. in at us? Hey, Gerald, oh, yeah, looks like a good spot you. you planned. Yeah. Well, and Gerald kind of turns to you and he's like, "Fuck, we should have went faster." Um. Well, they we... were chasing me here, Gerald. I understand. Didn't you see my super slow motion dive? Just we had a time? we had a small window of opportunity to get out of this field before the tentacles surrounded us. But uh, you decided you wanted to fucking argue about what we were going to do. So now we're screwed. Let's Look, go. Dude, you, you have know, legs. Right? You wouldn't have even made it. As the yeah. two of you are yeah. standing outside in, arguing, chirp and lazy mm. go down, uh, kind of into the catacombs, back way into the. Uh, into the beholder's eye and as you guys go through these catacombs there's a door that you know opens into the greater catacombs and you can actually see that this field is a sphere and it penetrates down into the catacombs without hurting anything just kind of you see this wall of energy and there is every door that you open into the catacombs where this field surrounds you you can see tentacles pushing in against you guys there's no way out what's that where's that doomsday device that gerald had while they're all arguing, I would like to go to my office and pack up everything of value. Okay. Uh, so Swifty's in his office packing stuff up, and Boris and, uh, or Boris is still out of the city. Shit. You're just sitting there, and I keep wanting to bring you into it. Uh, no, you'll be you'll be back in here in a minute. Uh, Penny is kind of left to herself for a moment, and... Um, Doesn't Gerald have a doomsday device? Isn't that what we stole? Or Yeah, we can shop? blow up the town again. Yeah, uh, you you guys Just run back upstairs. Let's boom this right fucker. as Barry and Gerald are coming back into the the room, and uh, Swifty's off packing his shit up. But Penny Penny is sitting there, and she's she's kind of like talking to herself. She seems to be going over something in her mind, and she says, "Wait, Aldalar had a contingency plan for something like this." Um, there Leave is a, a month beforehand and just not be around. No. He went into the ball, the crystal. He's got. He's been sucked into the crystal. He has an artifact in his office that um, can transport us away from the city. The unfortunate part of this is that there's no guarantee we will all end up in the same place. 
Um, it's it's kind of a random thing. It's a, it's a last ditch effort. I don't effort think you're going to get your feelings hurt if you don't teleport. The, the I'm game. Where, where would we be if we were all separated? Kind of. Um, we have to go through it one by one, and it doesn't send you to the same place every time. So have I rejoined Do we get to yet? choose where it sends us? No. Did I rejoin them in time to hear that? Yeah, you're walking back in the room right as they're talking about it. I figured you, got, you probably but, have it in your pocket after you fucking... Off, ri- we're going to take a break. No, but uh, so as 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 Swifty's walking back into the room and the four of you kind of sit down with Penny and Gerald, um, Gerald says, well, we do have the option to destroy the city, um, but one of us will have to sacrifice Wasn't ourselves. it already kind of destroyed? I want yeah, Gerald. we lost everything to this yeah. tentacle. So I'm going to say that. we don't know if it's the whole city. Or Penny. I'm, I'm going to say at that point, Penny speaks up We're and she surrounded. says, well, no, we we have a viable option with escape. We just are going to be separated. And I'd say that as you guys are talking about this, um, you start to feel this weird sensation radiating out of Tomash, where like his his power has kind of ramped up in a way where he's he starts to make grunting noises as though he's struggling. And as the four of you, Penny and Gerald, are talking to each other, you all kind of notice that your speech is speeding up in a way. You have this weird sense that you guys are talking faster than you mean to. And as as this is happening, you guys kind of, you know, make a decision one way or the other, and you hear someone knocking at the beholder's eye door. So we're gonna pick up with Boris uh, on the road back to Salandry and you know, just cresting that hill where we left you. Yeah. Overlooking the city already so pretty taken scene, over by these tentacles. Boris was like, Oh, that's not uh that's not normally how Salandria looks. And uh, Katie actually, she she stopped the carriage and she jumps off the top and she's like, uh, "Sorry, sir, but I'm gonna have to get on out of here. Um, I'm just gonna leave the carriage. This doesn't look good. I'm I, I'm a little worried about my family, but that really doesn't look good. Um, I'm I'm gonna go hide. Okay, where you going, Katie? She's already running off into the Katie, forest. come back here. <laughs> she's just like, you're on your own. So, Boris, you have two options here. Well, you have three options, really. Your two options, first two options are approach the city stealthily, uh, just kind of run up there. You got about quarter mile to the city, uh, or you can just turn around and get the fuck out of there. I'm not running That's away. That's your third option. Uh, Boris okay. is not going to run away. His family's there, his home's there, his friends are there. Friends? So, are you going to run towards the city, Some or are you going to try and... <laughs> make a uh, <laughs> make a stealthy approach. Um, I think Boris would just... He's just going to start running. In fact, well, I mean, he's still got a cart. Can I get on one of the horses? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, cool. If you want to, yeah. So I'm... you... Uh, give me an yeah, animal Yeah, I mean, he's handling. not particularly good at animal handling, but so that's uh, 15. Okay. So you're actually able to get uh, one of these horses detached pretty easily uh from this carriage and you hop on the back and the horse kind of is a 
little sketchy about it at first because they're used to being tied up to this carriage but soon enough you've you've got them run uh galloping towards the city and i'm like hi ho silva on the back of this horse it only takes you you know about a minute to get close to this within a couple hundred feet of the city and uh as you get close i'm gonna need you to make a dexterity save 11 11 yeah uh you, from your right side, you see a flash of movement uh, right as you feel something collide into your, something very large and heavy collide into uh, the right side of your body, knocking you off this horse. Oh, ow! Uh, into the bushes near the road. You're about 500 feet from the gates of Salandrian. Uh, uh, you're about 500 feet from the gates of Salandrian, and you come to rest in a pretty thick uh, area of bushes and, you know, you're kind of taking stock of yourself. You don't really seem to be injured. Mm -hmm. Didn't really take any damage, but... Uh, the you... horse kept going. Oh, yeah, the horse just kept going. <sighs> um, but you, as you're looking around, uh, you see another shape in the bushes near you and suddenly the shape is like shh don't move a muscle who is that over there in the bushes shh, shh. <laughs> and as as he this voice uh shushes you again you hear what sounds like at least four or five galloping horses uh coming towards you down the road uh and you can actually hear the horse that you were on start to whinny about you know 50 feet away uh very sounds very scared and as you're peeking out of these bushes you see several of these odd i'd say dog shaped creatures and their faces are just a mass of tentacles. They actually, they're the creatures that you saw uh, when you guys rescued Gerald. Boris. And they're chasing your horse. Boris being the brave character that he is, casts invisibility on himself. All right. It's not a movie he's done very much in the past. <laughs> you just cast it on other people. <laughs> um you, I mean, you're instantly invisible, and uh, these creatures are at a full run, and they just pass you by with no pause. Uh, but you hear them catch up to your horse, and you hear your horse being dismantled by these creatures. Because it, it was a mechanical horse, then. Oh, no, it's a flesh and blood horse. It's oh. screaming pretty loud. That's pretty bad. Have you ever heard a horse scream? Don't really want to. It's horrible. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> from the bush next to you, this shape starts to kind of slide itself towards you. And... Did the dogs have a French accent at all? <laughs> no. They had no accents. Uh, they were making horrible growling and gurgling noises as they ran past. But the shape that's coming closer to you uh, kind of materializes a bit more. And you can see the face of January. Uh, poking out from under a bush next to you, and he says, okay, we we have to... We should sit here for a moment. Do you live out here, January? Keep you your voice down, 
Boris. We, we met him after we uh, blew yeah. up a uh, okay, yeah. small forested area. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, "Keep keep your voice down, Boris. These things act mainly on sound and movement, so we're we're gonna need to very slowly creep through these bushes." <laughs> There is an entrance to the catacombs nearby that I know, and we can get you to the Beholder's Eye from there, but you gotta follow me, okay? January, he says, kind of quieter than he normally does, but probably not as quiet as he should be. Yeah. You should know better than anyone that dwarfs are always very careful and soft underfoot. (laughs) That actually elicits a bit of a chuckle from January. And he says, thank you for that, Boris. Uh, Let's go. I wasn't joking, though. Okay. He starts to lead you, kind of belly crawling through these bushes to a little bit of a hill nearby the road. And as you guys get on the other side of the hill, he kind of lays there for a moment. He says, okay, we're going to have to run for this next part. Um, Follow me. Don't stop for anything. Understand? And before you can respond, he's up and running. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Am I supposed to follow him? Yeah. Okay. So uh, make me Boris, a. Boris uh, looks a little gingerly left and right, a little scared, and goes, Oh, well, better. Follow the cat, man. Uh, as you get up to run, make me a athletics check. Okay. Right, he's a very impressive 13. You're uh, able to keep pace with January, I'm but right past him, right? I'm overtaking him. I'm like, it's like 200 oh, meters. Oh no, you're I'm good, like, like 10 feet behind Carl him the whole Lewis. time. <laughs> 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 oh shit! You got me with that one. Carl Lewis, this is a good pull. Um, you're you're a good 10 feet behind him pretty much the whole way and you see right as you see him come to a stop near uh this small grove of trees uh he kind of just dives down onto the ground and opens up what looks to be just a patch of soil like of the grass just folds back and as you're seeing this and starting to catch up to him you can hear something coming up behind you, like at a pretty quick pace. And January slips into this hole that he's created into the ground. And as you're running up on it, you get about five feet away and you just, you can see this hole, but it just looks like pure darkness. I just got to dive straight in. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, make drive straight in. Make me an acrobatics check. This is, these are all really good stats I have in these. <laughs> Dexterity-type traits. <laughs> oh, that's the worst one so far. That is a nine. Uh, you dive headfirst into this black tunnel in the ground, and luckily for you, as you go in, you hit your head on the piece of ground that uh, January had folded back, and it actually folds in behind you as you're falling into this tunnel but now you're just kind of rolling ass over tea kettle down into this uh the catacombs and you land uh flat on your back 
on a stone walkway uh, that looks to be about 100 feet in each direction in the catacombs. And January is now standing over you, and he just he's kind of chuckling under his breath, and he says, Do you have a nice fall? I feel like that was Boris's coming-of-age moment in this entire story. Right <laughs> he smacked his head, and suddenly he's in entirely now he's more a capable person. <laughs> <laughs> so, he has oh. a grey patch now. Oh, but, but, January, why are we, where, are we, where are we? Um, we are currently in the catacombs um, under the field surrounding Salandrian. Um, it's it's going to take us a few minutes to get where we need to go, and I've already scouted some of the areas here, and um, I think I, knew, I know a good route for us, but, uh, well, we're going to have to move quickly. Can you do it this time? Moving quickly more than once in a day. <laughs> it says, okay, well, I believe you, but... Um, I was hoping not to have to use this until later, but your uh, amazing feats of dexterity convinced me otherwise. And he opens up a pouch on his belt and pulls out a small crystal, and he just kind of smacks it on top of your head. Yeah. And you feel the sensation Why does everyone of, keep hitting me on the head? Like an egg breaking on top of oh. your head? Like this weird, like, goopy sensation starts to seep down the top of your head, and you suddenly feel v- much lighter, a bit more nimble, um, and now you have advantage on all dex checks for the next great. 24 hours. That's the best thing that could come from feeling like an egg was cracked over your head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he says, well, I was... Hoping to save that for myself, but you need it more than I do. Let's go. And he immediately starts taking off, running cool. down this corridor. Uh, make me two athletic checks. It'll... What, that one was What's a three this faster. 13. I got advantage each time? Yeah. So it's four all together. I got to roll. Double rolls, yeah. Uh, 16. Uh, 17. Okay, that one's bad. So a 16 and 17 were your best two rolls. Uh, so yeah, you are able to keep pace with January. Surprisingly, your stubby little dwarf legs uh, move faster than they normally do. With boots. <laughs> like, with boots. yeah. Uh, I'm seeing Boris like in a scene from Baywatch right now. You like almost feel like you're moving at like... <laughs> I'll be there for you. A, 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 a fraction of the gravity that's there where you're just kind of like, everything's easier. But you're moving really fast, and you're keeping up right on January's tail. Like they carry in the life. Yeah, uh, yeah. Preserver. Exactly. Uh, but you're you're keeping right on January's tail, literally. This okay. cat tail. Um, and Clever. you come to <laughs> you come to a <laughs> a left turn <laughs> in the catacombs that he yeah. takes really fast, and uh, he immediately hops over a pit that you can see just kind of falls down into what looks like nothing. And as he jumps over it, a tentacle covered in eyes shoots up. But you're able to jump along right behind him and push yourself off of one of the walls and just totally dodge this tentacle. What a catastrophe. Ah. As you're running behind him, uh, you you kind of like even remark to yourself like, "Holy shit, I, that was cool!" Uh, and uh, you come to another turn, and you see a odd curved energy field surrounded by tentacles on the side, like uh, just blocking the end of this 
walkway and as you come into view of this January kind of like hops and picks himself onto the ceiling and starts crawling along the ceiling and as it gets to about where these tentacles are he shouts back to you are you ready and you're like running up I think so January I think I think I was born for this moment in January Really, you scared to death, but... <laughs> he, uh, from, from his back, he pulls out... Uh, I don't think he was born in January. You. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls out a pair of twin whips uh, that he, in one fluid motion, claws onto the ceiling with his feet and snaps his body down with these whips and cuts an X shape into these tentacles. And for a moment where he cut this X shape, all those tentacles fall away and start to wither up and die. And you have a split second to jump through. You dive through and actually land on the other side with a nice little roll uh, and save yourself. But as you're turning around, you see a January standing on the other side of this force field. And he's just like waving to you. I'll see you later, Boris. And takes oh, off well, running down coming as in, cut person. Oh, he he takes off running as these tentacles almost immediately cover back over this right. That's field. awesome. And you to be fair, I have a habit of trying to steal from January whenever I see him. Yeah. As you January probably knows to get go to dodge. <laughs> He's a smart cat. <laughs> as you kind of take stock of your surroundings, uh, you realize that you are in the catacombs directly underneath the beholder's eye. Hmm. Uh, I'm assuming you go up into the building. Uh, yeah. I'm guessing my one way is back towards tentacles and certain death. Yeah. And my other way is to go up through a trap door into the hold eye. Yep. Yeah. Blow on ahead then. <laughs> uh, I go knock. I guess so I knock in the back at the bottom of the trap door. Trap door comes up in the uh, break room, and you see Tomash. Uh, floating in the center of the room and you can hear him like quietly mumbling to himself as he's Mm. just waves of energy are coming off of him Uh, as they pass through your body you get that weird reality warping feeling but it only it just comes and goes Uh, are you gonna try and do anything with him or are you gonna run out try to find nobody else is in there right now no one no one else is there yeah I look around and I'm like okay I'm a hmm Hmm, I don't remember Tomash looking like that last time. Um, <laughs> maybe, um, hmm. So maybe Tomash is causing it. You caused this, Tomash. No response from him. Um, don't, don't give me those eyes, Tomash. What? What you, are you doing? As you're talking... Talk, <laughs> listen to me. As you're trying to communicate with him, you can hear voices coming from the lobby of the Beholder's Eye. Right, well, I'm keeping my eye on you, Tomash. Because we got to talk about this. Whatever this is. Um, you, I, I, know, I don't know much, but I do know this much. There's a lot of tentacles out there, and an innocent horse has died. <laughs> <laughs> so now... <laughs> uh, <laughs> so <laughs> so you, you take off out into uh, the lobby? I just back out of the room still looking at him. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, as you get into the hallway, you can hear the voices of Penny and Gerald and your fellow investigators out in the lobby. And uh, as you walk into the lobby, there is a 
like kind of as you're about to announce yourself, there's a knock at the front door. That's a wrap, people.